guys, welcome back to another episode of Messy Troops Podcast. This is episode number 50! Episode 50, y'all! And we are ready to go. This is Mar, and I'm recording live from Montreal. It is your favorite middle child, Nisha J, from the lands of the Kanakahage. And down south, this is Azar recording from New York City. And not only is this our 50th episode, we completely forgot about our anniversary. So this is also moonlighting as our anniversary episode. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! We have been dating that long. What? It's been, I think September was actually our April. Wow. You know how it is. Life happens. Yeah, speak for yourself. I just didn't realize we were dating that long. Do we have an anniversary, ladies? Us? Us? Yes. I don't know. It would have to be that first episode of the Cypher show that you came on, but who knows what that was? I will ask Zip from Il Groove Garden, if he remembers. I don't remember the yeah, episode. Definitely. I don't remember the day or the year. I don't remember, but. Okay, Marv, way to say that I don't remember you, Nisha. That's not very nice. <laughs> oh God, here we go. That's not say I will say that I was currently in university. So I had to be about 21, 22, graduating yeah, we or just about there, to yeah. graduate. So that gives yeah. us at least 22 plus years under our belt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, so we are actually, shout out to King Noir, we have actually been in a successful polyamorous friendship relationship <laughs> for over 20 years. We have, we have. So ladies and gentlemen, this episode is our 50th episode, like we mentioned, and we decided that we were going to do something extra special to celebrate it. And we've always been wanting to hand out what we call messy awards because it seems so fitting you know at the end of the year you know get a little bit of a review of all of the craziness that's happened in the in the past year we're late obviously we are very very late life happens there's been a lot of things that have gone on behind the scenes so all that to say we have come together in order to carry out this 50th episode and we will continue to move on with this theme, the Messy Awards, the Messy Truths Awards. And we've all got yes. a, a selection of awards that we want to hand out to people who were very, very messy in 2022. Very, very messy. messy. Very messy. Well, let's get the blankets and the towels and the napkins. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, we got to clean up the mess after, right? Like, Let's get the Lysol and the Windex and... I don't know. The right. eco-friendly products. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Somebody get a mop and clean it up. Clean up in aisle in seven. In aisle 50. Right. 2022 wow. was messy. It really, really was. It was, it was very messy. messy. So which one of you guys wants to, which one of you ladies wants to uh, hand out the first award? Uh, I'll do it. Go ahead, eyes. Drum roll. Okay. So here's my thing. I have like messy awards, but not all of them are categorized. (laughs) But I will say the messiest, unthought of, like not well planned out event by a person. How's that? Is that good? Does that work? Is that like some kind of whatever you want it to be? I'm going to give this one to Will Smith. (laughs) (laughs) 
right? But I love that. You know no, what? Let's not. I know we had a disagreement about this on the air, Nisha. We didn't agree. We didn't have the same opinion. But let me give out my award. Before yeah, you, you give should. Me your input, okay? You should. Let me give, give out me my award. award. Listen, I think it was just a bad choice of action, timing, situation, circumstance, location. Just not a good idea, Will, to get up and slap the shit out of Chris Rock at an award ceremony that's televised. Just not a good idea. And listen, I know since then we've come a long way, right? We've made, you know, apologies. We've had some weird comebacks by Chris Rock in his live performance, but that's not the point. This is just an award for a bad decision. How about that? I agree. The messy I decision. agree, but it did How's lead that? to massive economic gain for Chris Rock because I see now Homeboy got a special on Netflix. So yes, he does. Yeah. And listen, there was a lot that came from that, right? Like it, it, it led to PR even for Will Smith and Jada and it, it always does. But ultimately that was bad decision making. I agree. Finest. It was impulsivity at its finest. And you're a grown ass man, Will. This is not how we resolve things. And we talked about domestic abuse. So if you're in a domestic abuse relationship, Will Smith, please seek some help, please. Because, oh, I don't Jada's know. Poor guy. I heard. Uh, hurt people hurt people. I heard that the relationship isn't healthy, like, from her part. Like, yeah, I think I think that slap wasn't really about the joke. It was really about no, the I don't think of, so either. you know, marital problems and um, being the butt of jokes in the media and so forth. That's that's really? what that slap was and all about. And issues coming to the surface. And, and you need to like, ha handle that on your own time. Don't handle that publicly that way. You keep your hands to yourself, you know, yeah. and then we wouldn't even be continuing yeah. to talk about it, especially on a night where you won an award for your performance. And I thought it was a wonderful movie. I loved King Richard. I thought he, it was well-deserved, you know. It's just really yeah. a shame. Yeah. It really is a shame. All right. Uh, well, well I, I'll give you... Go ahead, Mar. You go ahead. I was... Uh, I have an award for the um it's a messy award for the worst for the worst example of what it means to have white privilege <clears throat> so this is actually a local story that happened here in quebec um it takes place and let me see if i can get this correctly i forget what year it took place but Anyway, in 2022, there was a fine or a penalty, a decision that was handed down by the CRTC against EC uh, Quebec, which is or Radio Canada. Here in Quebec, we yeah. uh, we have Radio Canada, which is the equivalent of the CBC across the entire country. And so um, there was a young man by the name of Ricardo Lamour, who is a local artist and social worker, and he was being interviewed on the CBC um about his work in the community as an activist and so forth and he filed a complaint with the crtc because uh in the show that was airing previous to previously um before he was about to go on and be interviewed himself um the host did nothing in terms of warning people that the n-word was going to be used and the reason the n-word was used is because it happened to be the anniversary of a, uh, a book 
N-word blanc d'Amérique. It basically is referring to uh, uh, the experiences of people, white Quebecers, who were treated unfairly. And it was a book written by Pierre Vallière. Val uh, and so on the show, they were discussing this book, the anniversary, its impact on Quebecois culture. And so um, the CRTC, uh, as I mentioned, Ricardo Lamour reported the use of the N-word multiple times on the show, I might add. And um, the decision was handed down last year and they were you know, required to apologize and they were punished. And so a whole series of Quebecois personalities, a lot of white folks who are in the media on this uh, network decided that they were angry about this decision. They thought it was unfair that they, uh, they of all the moments to choose to um, rant about freedom of speech, this was the moment that they decided to use that as uh, as an example of why freedom of speech is so important. I can't tell you how incredibly disappointing um, it is to even hear that. And the fact that this was like an ongoing campaign that went on for days and days and days I thought this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of in my life. Like this is what you, this is the hill you want to die on. So hmm. anyway, there's a really great article on um, on Cult Montreal um, that is written. I forget who the um, who the uh, journalist is, but anyway, um, she wrote an amazing article about uh, this particular incident, and I encourage everyone to actually go and check that out. Um, and she, you know, talks about how incredibly ironic it is that these people are complaining about the importance of freedom of speech and the, their desire to use the N-word without being censored. And she goes on to talk about Pierre Vallière and the life that he led. He's actually an FLQ terrorist. He was convicted. Uh. He was convicted. And, um, but in, before he died, he actually went out and said that he, um, denounced all of his past, uh, behavior. He was a champion and a supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. And he actually, uh, felt embarrassed about some of the things that he'd done and, um, actually was, was in support of voiced his support for immigrants to Quebec and how badly they've been treated and so forth. A lot of stuff could have been brought up out of this and turned around for good and having a great discussion about the current situation in Quebec, what immigrants and people, just racialized people in general go through. Um, and unfortunately, no one sees that opportunity. So I just want to hand out that award to um. those Quebec media personalities who chose <laughs> of all times to talk about freedom of speech um, and went out there trying to advocate for their ability to use the N-word. Yeah, you guys are trash, really, truly. Yeah. Wow. What you got, Nisha? Oh, my God. I mean, Quebec gets multiple awards for their stupidity. Yeah, yeah, lots I and lots Quebec of awards for those the pro Well, actually, the current provincial government probably gets an award for just being the worst and most... <sighs> discriminatory government in Canada. But my award is for somebody um, for the messiest parenting I've ever seen to date. 
Wrap it up, Nick Cannon. You are having babies. <laughs> I so one of the things that I've done in my time is watch oh. Wiling Out, and then I watched this YouTube video of his children and like when they're born and with who. Bro, women's vaginas aren't hopscotch. Uh, how do you plan to be an active father when multiple children have the same month of birth, age? I, I just don't understand. Do you ladies understand? Because I don't. I think he's. I don't, I don't understand. Get it. I mean, I think there's a little bit of narcissism in this whole mix, right? But there are like ten I, kids involved. I know, but I mean, to his. I mean, to to his defense. These women know that there's other kids. It's not like he's hiding anything, and he's supporting all of them. Supporting so. financially, but what about what happens if son A in state A has a recital, but son B has a recital in another state on the same day, and maybe daughter C has a recital in another state? Which one? Do I you think we see? saw him try to manage that around Christmas time, right? When it came to playing Santa oh. Claus and showing up for all of his kids. I mean, look, you you can't really complain at this point because the women all know what they're getting into. They all know. They all know what the circumstances are. And you then have to be accountable for your role in bringing a child into the world and knowing that there's a very strong possibility that yeah. this man is um, he's not he may not be where he needs to be. And there's going to be different needs and and different demands made over the years. Um, I guess he 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 stipulated what the terms were for their relationship, what they can and cannot ask for. I, I look, I don't know all those details, but all I can say is you as a woman now have to take responsibility for yourself and decide whether you really want to be um, you baby know, mama baby, number baby 11, mom number eight, number nine. It's the same thing with future. Like at some point you have to take the responsibility. I hope so. Please, please, please. And, and uh, what happens if something, not that I'm hoping that happens, but what happens if something tragic happens to Nick Cannon and he dies? How are those women going to be cared for? You know, I mean, I'm sure he'll figure out his estate. Obviously, he's probably thought about this stuff, but I'm just thinking about the hole that that leaves in those children's lives and what is it that you can share in common except for the fact that you have a father who and like nine other or eight other half siblings it's that's it's a lot you know i'm stunned yeah. this is what to I each their own like to, to each you, their own the reason this is strange to me not strange i'm being polite tonight because as a teacher i remember one year teaching these set of students in different grades. And this kid came up to me and said, Miss, you know they're siblings, right? I said, what are you talking about? They're siblings. They didn't know they were siblings. Oh, That's no. what I'm saying. So to me as a teacher, I'm like, bro, like, what are you doing? They didn't know they were siblings. And I was like, oh. So this whole time, like, it, let's just say it was the year of navigating, like meeting with the different moms, 
them not know i was like oh my god what am i dealing with five siblings can you imagine if you had all eight of nick cannon's kids in your school i think there's 10 not eight the number keeps growing it's 10 today it's 10 today I, I 13 just, by the end of the year. The, yeah, I just remember the look on their faces when they realize they're in the same grade and they're siblings. Mm, yeah. I, I was mortified crazy. for them because, yeah. So that's my yeah. messy award. Messy, wrap it up, get a condom, get an IUD, do what you got to do. <laughs> All right, Oz. Yes, so my messiest creep award creep. in 2022. Oh. Messiest creep. Goes to Adam Levine for. What did he do? Do you guys know the story? You yes. know? Oh, yes, yes I do. God. I believe I was the one that sent that to you, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> On you Instagram? Did. You probably did. It's oh, actually no. Really I don't think disgusting. I know. And you already know, you ladies already know that I am really not fond of that man at all. Oh, me neither. I can't stand Maroon 5. Anyway, so Adam Levine basically was texting or sexting girls on IG, like in their DMs or whatever. But there was one specifically that he basically reached out to. I can't find her name, man. I'm so unprepared. But he he reached out to her and told her that he's naming his youngest child after didn't he have a full-on relationship with her too oh yeah he had a full-on relationship with her it was all revealed like he was supposedly like but the messages he's sending these women are so like skeevy and cringy like holy fuck holy shit look at your body like i mean like really stupid really just and also come on like it's the era of freaking screenshots my man like did you not think you were gonna get caught you can like, see my face people doing? right now oh my god oh, anyway dear. so he you know he was fully married getting ready to have a baby and he he just oh like he had like he just he was so lazy I, I can't even explain it like it's just so creepy the way he was reaching out but it's also like come on like are you new? Like, what are you doing? You're a whole celebrity. You're going to get caught. And he had a year long affair with the, with the model. Oh, the model's name is Sumner Sumner. And I believe he wanted to name his youngest child after her. Uh, classy. Which is just, so classy. Oh, so classy. Anyway, he gets my messiest creep award for 2022. He's just, He's so cringe anyway, right? Oh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not in this. I don't like it. I don't like it. He definitely is deserving of that award for sure. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. What are you doing, Adam Lee? You're so weird. Pretty gross. Okay. All right. Uh, I just want to say the journalist who wrote that amazing article on Cult Montreal for the messy word I gave is uh, Tula Dramonis. Wonderful oh, yeah. uh, Greek Montrealer. Uh, great writing. Great freelance writer. Okay, so my messy award that I'm giving out is actually for the messiest live performance of 2022. Hmm. And that goes to Omarion. Oh gosh, oh, what did he do? 
just in case any of you forgot, which I don't think you did, um, you will remember that on June 24th of last year, there was a Versus that was held. We all fell in love with Versus during the pandemic. Uh, initially, started it started with Timbaland versus Swiss Beats and then moved on to so many other different artists in, in the culture. It was great. And so last year, there was one that was held in Los Angeles. It was a night of R&B. And it included a bonus match with Ray J and Bobby V against Pleasure P and Sammy. That in itself was a big mess. And I'm a huge Bobby V fan, I must say. So, I mean, yeah, I'm a little biased. I didn't think he did that bad. But, you know, that's just because I absolutely love the Bobby V songs. But Ray J, I don't know what happened to this guy. It was really, really poor performance. And I, yeah, he just got his butt kicked by the other side. Um, but wow, what was even more disappointing is the fact that a lot of people were really out here saying that Omarion was going to beat Mario. And I'm a big, I'm a big Mario fan. Omarion, I'm not really a big fan of his solo stuff. It's not really a big thing to me. Um, you know, I, I can't say that I was a huge B2K fan. I mean, it, I, I, I know the songs. I, I, th I think they're cool, but it doesn't beat Mario for me. And so anyway, they took to the stage. Omarion, he maybe got a little too uh, a little too cocky, thought he was going to, you know, win this, you know, and it didn't work out that way at all. The performances were really poor. Um, vocal ability, all of that was won by Mario. And, and, and he won, Mario won in rounds with songs that he just debuted or songs that so many people hadn't even heard of. And I just kept thinking, I mean, this is really going badly. And what made it even <laughs> worse, what made it even worse is the special guest appearance of Omarion's brother, Orion, and an even more unusual appearance by a piece of watermelon. What? Yes. Do you remember this? <laughs> the two brothers brought out a, a, a huge slice of watermelon, and I believe that this was supposed to be like a simulation of, of, of them performing oral sex. Oral sex yes. Well, I... And so they took a bite out of the watermelon. The two brothers are doing this, and I'm thinking, what is going on here? <laughs> this is so weird. And then in the, in, in the year of our Lord of COVID, they passed the watermelon that they've just eaten to the audience. And I'm just thinking, oh no, this is terrible. So yes, the Messi Award for the messiest live performance goes to Omarion and his brother. I still think they're like absolutely beautiful, beautiful, beautiful men, but I cannot get on board with the watermelon and the fact that it's your own brother on stage doing this with oh, you like that was just tough. really awkward and i never want to see that again ever oh my please God. please let's not do that ever again i'm trying yeah. i'm i'm traumatized i'm still I... traumatized by the watermelon act what like oh. what are you doing 
<laughs> that whole night that whole night was a hot mess it truly truly was and ray j yeah, man the notes were just not hitting it was terrible it was so bad and the baby in his arm the toddler in his arm like why guy see i'm really happy i didn't see this because i well i have something that just anyways i don't know what you two give it give it to us no mine's a stupid so my um messy award for fashion faux pas is Mm -hmm. the pope wearing an all-white puffer jacket looking like vanilla p diddy you'll see (laughs) so for those of you don't know we have pope francis the first latin american based pope and there is a pope's today where he is rocking his you know his religious hat he he's got a little contigo bottle in his hand that's what it looks like he's got his big old silver cross chain there and my guy is wearing a whole big white p diddy looking <laughs> to your puffer jacket did you see it oz oz did you see it did you see it oz did you see the picture Crazy. right and so one of my favorite fellow co-activists uh will prosper wrote i love it when you call me big papa (laughs) and i was like oh my god the shiny suits the locks used to wear right like Um, you appeared in a mace video (laughs) yes exactly like (laughs) vanilla puff daddy I, I I don't understand. Vanilla I, Pope Daddy. I, yeah, I don't know what it means. Um, there is another, well, I guess they can share the award. Um, as I scroll through Instagram, I saw something that scared me. I gather another fashion faux pas. These little dogs were coming at me, but they looked like they were pirates and doctors and mailmen. And they have these little suits that they put on their front legs and their face. And they run around and they look like animals. Like they look like, you never seen it, Oz, when they dress up the dogs and the dogs look like they're running. Yeah. Again, folks, you don't, we already have horror movies. I don't need to see dogs looking like pirates with little fake knives running at me. It, <laughs> Why I, is it a problem? If the squirrels had those clothes no, on, no, 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 it wouldn't be a problem with the squirrel community. No, no. It's, Ozzy, you've seen the dogs. Tell the truth and shame the devil. It's weird. They're running at you. You don't understand what's happening. They're dressed up as mailmen, pirates. It felt like Chewbacca, mini versions of Chewbacca from Star Wars. And I felt, I was like, this is too much for me. This is too much. You never, you've seen it, Mar? What I'm talking about? I've seen it. I've seen them. I actually like the postman outfit. No, not at all. Oh my gosh. Well, between. Big Pope Daddy and Doggy Pirate Scares, these are fashion faux pas. Like, please. It's like bringing back jeggings. Please stop. Please. Just stop. please <laughs> oh, stop. Wait. I love jeggings. You didn't no. like jeggings? No. That wasn't, that wasn't for you? Fake, fake jeans. No, not interested. That wasn't her thing. No. <clears throat> so, guys, I have one, and this one was pretty disturbing. What should I give? This is the messiest, the messiest mouth or 
Twitter Fingers Award that goes out to Kanye West for oh. 2022. <laughs> Listen, his his actions are actually really devastating. I mean, you know, it's like any kind of hate mongering as we saw, you know, Trump do like kind of enables people, right? It, it really empowers those who are hateful to speak up louder when they see celebrities or or people who have influence do it and get away with it. Not to say that Kanye got away with it. I believe he lost his Adidas deal over it. But just to reiterate, he got very anti-Semitic in 2022. Mm-hmm. He made some pretty crazy comments like he loved Hitler and you know he likes Nazis or some crazy wild shit but it's never ending and I don't know if you guys have kept up with it but recently he posted that he likes Jews again because of Jonah Hill while he was watching 21 Jump Street I mean everything is really lighthearted and comical <laughs> oh with him God, and it's just so destructive and to me I feel like there's definitely mental illness involved oh, here yeah. and I don't know if he's getting any kind of help but to say, for me, definitely Kanye, and I mean, Elon Musk is up there with him too. I Austin. have a whole other category for that uh-huh. guy. But the point is that, you know, there's got to be some kind of accountability, some kind of responsibility when you have so many followers and so much, you know, so much fandom at this level, right? Like, you cannot, you have to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Like. For real, Kanye just kind of shat the bed over and over again in 2022. You know, besides the fact that he was harassing his ex-wife and he was doing dumb shit on top of dumb shit on top of dumb shit, putting his kids' business out there, all that stuff. It was really disturbing to see him be so hateful and the kind of rippling effect that that had, you know, into the into the Jewish community. So. Kanye, get help, take a couple of seats, and Just a couple. he receives the Messy, messy Mouth Award <laughs> for 2022. Mouth, Twitter fingers. Right, yeah. all that. It all is that. messy. It is messy. Well, I have a messy award for a woman by the name of Beverly Dean, who comes from Cheshire, England. It's a little town in northwest of England. And the reason I'm giving the award to her is um, it's actually a messy award for public indecency. Oh, my God. Let's hear what Beverly Dean did. So Beverly Dean is a 54-year-old white woman, and she exposed her breasts and began to pleasure herself as she sat on the bench in broad daylight outside of a supermarket. (laughs) Oh my god! Is <laughs> so, you know she's kind of facing the dock area of the of this town, I believe. I think it was she was face she was like at the harbor or whatever, and the supermarket was like around the corner behind her. Um. Anyway, regardless of the location, she was spotted performing the sexual act on herself by two office workers who happened to be in the area, and they said that she had touched her genitals under her skirt. And she sat on the riverbank near uh, a store and um, appeared to be even filming herself. 
But the police didn't find any footage of this actually happening on her mobile phone. Was it an OnlyFans? <laughs> Maybe she was live streaming on Snapchat. What? Oh my, oh my god. god. So she exposed her breasts, she unbuttoned her blouse, um, and it was just an incredibly embarrassing ordeal for this woman. Don't say. Uh, basically, the charges carried a maximum of six months in prison. Uh, who, I don't really quite recall if she actually got the full six months or not, but listen. Beverly, Ms. Beverly Dean is a 54-year-old woman. She was minding her own business. And I say you got to hear both sides of the story, okay? I feel like maybe those people should have minded their own business, okay? She wasn't hurting anyone. Public indecency? Whatever it's called? No, Mar. We don't do this. She wasn't hurting anyone. She was pleasuring she herself this. and maybe no, her other no, no. fans on OnlyFans <laughs> or Snapchat or whatever yeah. streaming service she was using. I cannot. Okay, so what is the, her award exactly for you? <laughs> the Messy Award for Peter. Public Indecency. Uh, okay, okay. So at least you agree that it wasn't decent in public. But you she chose the wrong time of day. let it slide. I'm the lighting is, the natural lighting during the day is better. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, man. I just find it amazing that a 54-year-old woman is doing this. I'm all for women empowerment and just the freedom to be yourself sexually. And I just kind of feel like, eh, just let her be. Mind your own business. Let, let her be. Let Beverly let be. <laughs> well, free Bev. Let's free the tip. Free Beverly. Guys. Free, free Beverly. You two are ridiculous. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Let Beverly be with her beaver. Yes, her beaver and her and her and her sugar. I don't know. Her uh, spotted dick. Oh God! Toad in a hole. Beverly, whatever you're doing, make sure you get your money. Beverly, I hope you're all right. And uh, you know, if you need money to pay for your legal no. fees or anything no. like that, no. do that within no, your own home. I'm sure you will already have a group of people on OnlyFans who will be willing to follow you Yay. and help you make oh, that money. Back. So, <sighs> okay. Gotta hear both sides. Do we? You have to hear both sides. So mine's right. is, I guess, a bit more controversial because I know you two like this show. Um, <laughs> but what? Oh, you're going to tell us which show. Not this show. A different show. We like the show and we don't want so many controversial <laughs> things said so we you don't just... get canceled. Right, but you're the one who talked about Beverly and her own. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, I'm still in shock over Beverly. So okay, my up. messy award is a three-way tie between the three top messiest reality TV shows. One of them is Fuckboy Island. Like this show, oh, I told you guys you like this show. I'm I told sorry. you it's part of me, Did not guys. Mean... I told you both that you like the show. That no. show, I'm a reality TV watcher. I have to come to admit that. This is my might be my preferred genre. It used to be sci-fi. Apparently now it's reality TV. <laughs> so yeah, that show was stupid ridiculous. And I never understood that show. 
We love that show. We know. We love that show. We don't know what you're talking the about. The very fact that I watched right. it more. Number two, um, what is currently Farmer Wants a Wife? Like, <laughs> I can't even understand the title of this. It's, shit. Okay, it's what three, four farmers, and these farmer women applied <laughs> to be picked by a farmer, and they live in Tennessee, Georgia, North Carolina, and Oklahoma. And they're looking for a farmer wife, a woman who wants to help raise their cows and horse breeders. Are we getting to that point where even the farmers now need a reality TV show? Like, no, meh, like, just ah. and my third one, which I admittedly watched to the very end was Queens of Court. Did any of you watch Queens of Court? What is that? No. Okay. No, never so heard is it about tennis? First of all, no. Or is it about? It's not about tennis. The judicial system. Yeah, it's okay. not about that either. Number one, <laughs> Fuckboy Island. The concept never caught on with me, and I watch all of those shows. Reality. I watch Too Hot to Handle, Love Is Blonde. I, but this one, I thought, no, I'm done. Farmer wants a wife. I guess part of me felt bad for the LGBTQIA community because, like, why couldn't they do Farmer Wants a Partner or something else? I was out. True. It's very um, heterosexual base. And I find a lot of these reality TV shows are. They are. Yeah. Look at Love is Blind. Love is Blind that never is has same-sex couples. Never pansexual, no. bisexual. And then I admittedly sat down and in one day watched Queens of Court. And they st- I thought it was something else. But well, can you tell us what, what is it? it? Tamar, Tamar Braxton, Nivia, who I realize is the ex-partner of The Dream and Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. I'm so behind. And Evelyn, uh, she's a TV star. Let me see. Lozano. Yes. And these three women (laughs) are in a house, the Queen's Castle, with Holly Pete Robinson and her husband. And they find 21 single men. And the Queens have to date them and get to know them. And I was like, what? am I watching here? What like why is that bad? This sounds like fun. No, I watched it. But it was just so, yeah, no. It was just messy. messy. It was because they can all date the same men. Like out of the 21. That sounds like every other reality. No, 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 no. It sounds like every other. It sounds like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. No, but The Bachelorette, it's, no. The Bachelorette, it's one person dating all of them. But this one, it's like. Nivea got her feelings hurt because homeboy was into Evelyn, but Evelyn, he was in like, I, I was just like, this is too I like much. this. I'm, I'm about to watch this show. Oh, I see, and, you know okay, right now you teeter. But you're very <laughs> fast. Yeah, but wait till you see who Tamar Braxton ends up with. Um, oh, we, we've seen some of the stuff all over social media. I, to I be honest, yeah. to be honest, I could see why, because even I was like, okay, okay. I Even I liked him. I do think he tan a bit but even i was into him but i was just right. like what am i watching so those are my three messiest shows right now um okay and the farmer wants a wife please stop next thing you know it's going to be firefighter wants a fire police person wants a- <laughs> i like just just stop. Just stop while you're ahead. All of these please. professions, I mean, what's wrong with that? People in the professions, yeah, they want love. Farmer and wants it, a it wife? Very, 
it is. <laughs> yes. Let, let me tell you, it is very difficult for farmers to be able to find a partner because because look, there's nothing around. Yeah, them. they're they're alone. They're acres and isolated. acres of nobody. They can't they can't spend all of their time with uh, with Stacy the cow. Or, um, but they don't have like farmers mingle or like you know. So I just want to point out app that was set up for farmers. Uh, I just want to point out to and, our listeners you know. that the three shows that I think are messy, these two like. So I want to watch it. I, I know. Show. I didn't. Well, I mean, I'm down with F Boy Island. Yeah. I agree. It's totally mindless, but I'm here for it. I'm totally here for okay. it. Always, always here for the drama. Farmer All right, hold on. I don't you know. thought I don't know what the hell that is? You but. thought that was messy? All right, I'm going to piggyback off of her oh. messy reality show award, and I'm about to, like, put a cherry on top. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The messiest reality TV show award goes to MILF Manor. Uh, hands down. Have you guys watched it? Hands MILF down. Manor? Hands down. Agreed Have you watched you. it? That is nasty. No. All right, hold on. I'm I've never set seen it. Don't even say anything. It's nasty. Let me tell What's you. I'm going to set it up for synopsis? you. I take away King of Queens so, of Court and put in MILF Manor. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So look, look how uncomfortable you're going to get, Miranda. So Milf Manor mm, brings mm, mm. a bunch of middle aged moms, right, who who like younger guys to an island. And they're all talking about, you know, we like younger guys. They have more energy. They make us feel youthful, blah, blah, blah. True. true. They and then oh, you're going to vomit. Reveal, they reveal a bunch of younger guys, right? It happens to be their sons, Miranda. Oh, my goodness. Yo, let me tell you how I peeped that shit. You can ask Jose. I was like, yo, they're all moms. I bet you their sons are coming to this island because it was weird. Yo, they're all dating each other's sons, Miranda. Oh, gross. Are you hearing me? Oh, yeah. It's disgusting. It was nasty. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It oh. I couldn't get past episode two. I watched episode two because it's like a train wreck. Like you can't keep your you can't take your eyes off of it. But you'll know, man, who came up with this shit? I think the like producers are trying to shame older women, younger men relationships. That's a terrible thing. Because for so many years if- it's been normalized. The older man, younger woman, or older man yes. or yeah. younger partner. Older partner, younger partner has been normalized for men. So easily normalized yeah. for them. But it's never normalized for women. And I really feel that is incredibly wrong. And just, that's just, that's just foul. It's, it's like then, something out of a Greek tragedy. It's, it's just It's to throw in weird. their sons oh. to bring like shame oh. into the situation. And that's a really terrible premise. I don't like that at all. That's terrible. <laughs> it's a whole, it's a whole, it's a whole. It's a whole show. Like, what, how did you get past the pilot, bro? Like how did this idea even come So you can't even, you can't even date a younger person or have prospects who are younger than you. You have to then you have to not only look at the possibility of being with someone, a potential younger lover, but also be a mom at the same time. Like that's just, Yeah, and you share a room make, with your son. That doesn't you make any sense. Room. Yeah. Because you're you mothering. Your are you mothering or are you dating? You can't do both exactly. in the same show. That's exactly. really wrong. Exactly. That's terrible. It's disgusting. Milk. It's the wildest show I've ever seen in my life, and I can't even watch it. Like, yeah, like it's just too much for me. I'm like, mm, you know, I was with you with the MILF. You know, I was there. Oh, my I was there goodness. With the MILF a little bit. But then, 
Like, Yo, what? That's really foul. No. X. Isn't that so thank you. Thank you, Misha, for bringing up that category because I would have, I mean, wow. Yep. That, that's a no for me, dog. Oh, my God. That is a no for me. What you got, Mark? Lighten us up. Okay. I have an award for um, for a man by the name of Gianni Infantino. He is the FIFA president. We all know the World Cup took place last year, and this guy, being the FIFA president, was supposed to handle the controversy surrounding the event even being held in Qatar. Of course, mm. a lot of criticism about human rights abuses and um, especially with regard to the LGBTQ plus community and so forth. And, you know, this was an opportunity for him to stand up and um, just find a way to deal with all of this criticism. And he did it very poorly. It was really, really awful. He's of Italian background. I believe he was, um, he's actually from Switzerland though. And so when he was addressing all of the controversy, um, you know, complaints about the way that migrant workers and other minorities are treated in Qatar. I'm going to quote what he actually said during his press conference. Okay. And this is what he said. Today, I feel Qatari. Today, I feel Arabic. Today, I feel African. Today, I feel gay. Today, I feel disabled. Today, I feel like a migrant worker. But that's not it. That's not all. <laughs> this fool went on to then say, of course I am not Qatari. I am not an Arab. I am not African. I am not gay. I'm not disabled. But I feel like it because I know what it means to be discriminated against, to be bullied as a foreigner in a foreign country. As a child, oh, I was bullied because I had red hair and freckles. Plus, I was Italian. So imagine. Bro, wow. that was a really, wow. really poor way of handling the PR around that event. And you I failed. Mean, you failed miserably. And yeah. yeah. Ugh. Can I? Do you, Nisha, do you mind if I cut please, in front of you? Please, because I'm Okay, still I'm going to cut in front of you because this is related. I want to go ahead and give a messy liar award on top of your messy award. I want to also agree with you that FIFA handled that whole shit fucked up. It was up. so bad. One, as it relates to the revolution that is happening in Iran, that was happening in Iran at the time, mm -hmm. FIFA allowed the yeah. Iranian, the Islamic Republic, the IRGC to dictate who they let into their stadium and who was not allowed into their stadium. They allowed them to dictate what signage could be put up and what signage could not be put up. Mm -hmm. They allowed their employees to go and take away women, life, freedom signs and take away any Iranian flags that did not represent the Islamic Republic flag of Iran to kick out people who came from different countries and actually provided a list of Iranian nationals from different countries to the Islamic Republic to show which one of them were whatever defectors or whatever you call them. That's as far as FIFA went to work with this terrorist government, the Islamic Republic. And on top of that, the Islamic Republic sent this 
idiot fucking woman representative and her video went viral and i don't know if you guys saw it but she got interviewed outside of the stadium and here she goes with her full you know hijab and everything with her iranian flag on her cheeks there representing iran and she has the audacity to say what are you talking about women have the same equal rights as men in iran as she's attending a soccer game a football game that women in her own country are not allowed, not allowed to, to attend, attend in iran women are not allowed to attend soccer games or any kind of games any kind of sports events women are not allowed to attend women don't have the rights to choose anything in their own lives in iran and this woman stood there and lied about equal rights for women as a woman uh. and a man walked behind her and said you're a liar yes. and when she was approached by the by the um the the interviewer said did you hear that he called you a liar and she said lie i don't know <laughs> i don't lie why i don't know what he's talking bitch, about please. Bitch. <laughs> bitch please you get the messiest idiotic lying award oh. you are a fucking uh, disgrace to to women all over and especially women of iran You're who dumb. suffered at the hands of this terrorist government for wow. years, who are losing their lives and being mutilated daily in this revolution against this disgusting government and you are a pawn my friend and you are the messiest lying pawn in history and that's the nice. that award not only for 2022 but for all of eternity bitch so take that we need to my find out where that guy is <laughs> right well <laughs> Wow. Probably locked up, <laughs> to be honest. That was Because his name was given to the <laughs> Yeah, he probably did get locked up. We got that you, but we'll put you on Amnesty International Missing. watch. Missing. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Jesus. Nisha. Speaking you're, the of, you're the one handing out the last award of the show. Oh, that's a lot of pressure because I have, <laughs> I have two, kind of. We'll try to merge them. Well, one is the messiest law and one is the messiest twitter or tweet let's do it okay so this one goes out to oh god i hope i don't get in trouble but to the u.s for their messiest law of reversing a woman's right to choose what she does with her body um yo yeah there stay out of my vagina it doesn't belong to you please stay out of my uterus and the very fact that we continue. You stay out of Beverly's uterus. Oh, <laughs> Beverly. You and Beverly. I'm with you, part. girl. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. Beverly, Mar Bev, please slide into Mars DMs, please. <laughs> no, don't do any sliding into my DMs. <laughs> don't slide. Oh. Okay, slide just reach out. I reach have out. limits. I have limits. <laughs> don't reach out but, either. Uh, don't reach <laughs> Like, this. Oh, with those hands. This year, we've seen the messiest steps backwards in terms Hell of yeah. women's rights. Mm -hmm. And yeah. women are, and I mean all women, we're just under attack. Like from our uterus to who we are, to our existence. Ugh, that's, that's, that shit is just stuff alone. That shit is a little bit too heavy for me. So stay out of my uterus, leave my head alone. Let me have my rights. I exist. And you know what's funny about, you know, people who use religion to justify their BS. 
you do realize from your heteronormative point of view, you can't have male without female. So this, this oppression that you got going on towards women, like for those of you who are Christian, I'm sorry, you do realize that Jesus resurrected to, men, to two women first. Oh, it has nothing to do with religion. It, it's all politics and it's all games. And well, they I, use poor God. Poor God gets yeah. the bad rap. Yeah. And uh, in Islam, you know that Allah creates females as help meet, not slaves. So that to me is wild. My messiest tweet. So 2022, Pepsi. So many. Pepsi oh. put out a tweet saying, Coke is better. I'll just leave that there. What? They tweeted that Coke that. is better? Yes. It says here... Somebody hacked him? Somebody must have hacked Yeah, somebody definitely hacked that. For sure. Pepsi Maybe. Company. And the tweet is October 11th, 2022. Coke is better. I, I can't disagree. I'm not a big coffee <laughs> drinker. Pepsi is not as good. <laughs> but to like give that boost like to your competition... And hacking is real. <laughs> Yo, screenshots galore, boy. They didn't let that shit go. Yeah. So <laughs> nothing gets deleted in, in this Adam. Nope. Are you listening, Adam? <laughs> nothing gets deleted. <laughs> Beverly, Adam, MILFs. Nothing gets deleted. You will for your name will be forever associated with these things. Gosh. So, folks, you. we hope you've enjoyed these awards, and we would love to hear um, your own awards that you would like to hand out for very messy incidents in 2022, or even, you know, just this year thus far. Um, so, yeah. yeah, get your mops clean up in all the aisles, not just aisle seven. Yeah. And we will be back again with another wonderful episode of the messy truths podcast maybe we'll do a little uh another top 10 ladies huh uh, oh my god yes i'm waiting i can't, I can't wait I, uh, but yo can i just can i just ask you guys come on let us know you're out there give us a comment tell us happy anniversary man yes. serve it we've been doing this thing for longer than a year and we're episodes. late exactly 50 episodes this is a big deal it's a yeah. milestone we're gonna keep going and just you know let us know what you want to hear what you want us to talk about join us on the show even but yo thank you for listening as always and i love you ladies i missed you so much same, and, uh, same. big hearts all right yeah. folks peace. peace till next time peace